Welcome to another episode of Grecology, and what follows is the audio from our most recent Zoom Utopia, all about prayer with the Reverend Stephen Dancer. And what's coming up is the interview that and uh, talk about church planting that Andy Young has with Stephen Dancer. So uh, listen up, and uh, we'll see you at the end. Thank you very much, Darren. Thank you for kicking us off. And let me give my own very warm welcome to everyone coming in. I've just noticed a few people saying hello on the YouTube uh, feed. So we've got people from Sunderland. I think we've got some people from the Netherlands, uh, someone from Cambridge, uh, people from all over the place. So a very, very warm welcome to you. Like Darren said, uh, something, th this is for Christians everywhere. Uh, th this isn't for uh, ministers, although ministers are welcome. It's not simply for missionaries, though missionaries are welcome. Uh, for elders, for leaders in churches. It's for every Christian, young and old. Uh, and we simply want to encourage you. So great to have you with us and a very warm welcome to you. As Darren said, do subscribe. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Facebook uh, feed as well, and, and then you'll get updates, etc., etc. And we'd love to share what we're doing. So share with your friends, tell people to come. Uh, we'd love to be promoting church planting and uh, encouraging Christians everywhere through what we're doing here with Gospel Reformation UK. Well, it's great to have uh, Stephen Dancer with us. Stephen, how are you doing? Good to have you with us. I'm all right, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. I uh, really appreciate this, and I uh, uh, really appreciate appreciate the the project that you're involved in, Gospel Reformation UK. Uh, it's a great project, um, full of lots of things to uh, encourage us and excite us, and uh, podcasts, blogs, whatever. Uh, it's great. So I'm I'm really I feel very honoured to to come here and join. Thank you, you Stephen. Um, we will your your fee will double for having said that. So. Uh... <laughs> you're you're too kind. You're too kind. Now is that a, is that a Welsh accent I detect there? I I am now deeply offended. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That was the intent. It's a, it's a Scottish accent. Um, indeed, indeed. Modified after having been in England now for just over thirty years, so I've I've slowed down quite a bit and uh, softened vowels somewhat. But uh, Scottish. Well. Scotland's finest exports, I'm sure. Um, great, to, great to have you with us, Stephen. Uh, we, we're going to be listening to you preach in just a few moments. Before we do that, I wanted to just have a conversation with you, uh, a brief one about church planting, because you're something of a, a veteran church planter. We, we have, uh, on previous Zoom Utopias, had young church planters, um, you know, just starting out, and the excitement and the thrill of that, uh, and well, tell us, tell us where you've been church planting and how, how, when did you start? Because it's a little while ago now, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> when you had hair. No, no. <laughs> when I had hair, yes. So, um, so I'm in Solihull, which is uh, just on the southeast side of, of Birmingham, which is uh, England's uh, second city. And uh, I've been here since, uh, well, since 2006. Uh, when I joined a, an American church planter, uh, Dr. Albert Lutz and his wife came over from, from the States and um, uh, sought to plant a church uh, through the connections with the presbytery, um, sought to plant a church in the second city. And uh, uh, a year in, I joined Al and Julie, um, and Al particularly, yep. uh, in the ministry as an assistant while I was finishing my theological training because um, I came into the ministry quite late. 
Um, and then I was ordained to the ministry and became the church planter that uh, took over from Al Lutz when he and his wife then returned back to the United States. So I've been here since, and that was in 2007, so that's, what, 14 years? 14 years, 14 years. So you've been at it for for quite a while. I, I mean, it's an interesting question, isn't it? What When does a church plant stop being a church plant and it becomes a church? Um, I don't know if you can answer that question. Any any. Was there a noticeable shift? Are you? Would you say you're still, in some senses? I mean, there's an argument that all churches are planting, aren't they? Uh, but yeah, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think church planting always. Uh, if you're a pastor in a church, it always seems fragile. I mean, I, re- I remember uh, Paul Levy is a good friend of our both of ours. Um, yeah. He's he's he had a congregation of over a hundred, and he said it still feels very fragile, doesn't it? And um, and he'd been. Uh, that was a church that's been going for quite a number of years. Uh, it always feels fragile, but we are. Uh, I think when you get to the stage where um, you're self-sufficient financially, where you're, you're self-governing and you have your own eldership, um, uh, then you can perhaps begin to say um, this is no longer a plant, but it's now an established church. Yes. Um, that uh, and so. Uh, there was a point where our church was recognised and uh, as a as a church rather than as a church plant, but yeah. um, it's a kind of slightly artificial yes. step that that's taken. Tell us um, over the last well many years, as you've been planting Solihull Presbyterian Church, what what's encouraged you? Uh, it's it's such one of the blessings of church ministry is is there there is just so many encouragements, aren't there? Um, and we can talk very often about discouragements, but there are just working with God's people and seeing conversions and seeing people grow is just amazing, isn't it? Um, maybe I've just answered my own question for you, but yeah, any specific encouragements that you've had in Solihull and, and, and also some discouragements. I think we need to be realistic. Church planting can be tough, can't it? Particularly in yeah, that well, context. So. Yeah, tempera- temperamentally, I'm a glass half empty guy. So I, I, I see all the discouragements and uh, kind of feed on them. Uh, wrongly but you know <laughs> yeah 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 that can be a, yeah absolutely um, but i think um so so there's plenty that could get you down um i think the encouragements i've had are um uh a couple of things one is just the encouragement of of fellow ministers and not necessarily those in my denomination you know certainly in, in epcw yeah. but also other brothers in, yes. in other gospel preaching denominations uh, when you gather around, when you can meet together and pray together, that's been such a great encouragement to me personally. Yes. Um, but I think in terms of the church itself, uh, one of the great encouragements uh, I see is um, uh, individuals who come to us, um, and they may already be Christians, um, and uh, when they sit under the ministry of the word, and I, you know, we're not doing anything particularly special, I don't think, here in Solihull, but um, but when they sit under the simple preaching of the word, it's like uh, it's like a breath of fresh air to those folks. And they they seem to get kind of, when, when somebody gets really excited about the word of God and gets encouraged by it and wants to dig into it themselves and, yes. and attend the means of grace and so on, it's just such a good thing. Of course, there are, there are people who come, who, uh, who tell you that's what they want, and then you discover... Uh, well, actually, they wanted something else. Like they see, well, I remember somebody once asked asked about our church, um, what kind of band do you have in your church? 
And I say, we've got one person who plays piano. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, they were put off by that. And, and I think you get people, that, that can be discouraging, that kind yeah. of response, because they can't see beyond the kind of the superficial to see the depth of God's word yeah. in the congregation. So, yeah, absolutely. Two, two final questions, um, because we, we, we wanted to encourage the average Christian. Is there, if there's such a thing as, is there an average Christian? We're all unique, aren't we, in our own uh, inimitable ways. We want to encourage Christians to get involved and to pray, particularly mm -hmm. for church planting, um, uh, but also the need. Tell us about the need. I, I mean, I have come across people, you know, particularly people who don't live in the UK, who have this idea that we're still a Christian country. And they're amazed at the thought of that church planting has to take place, or even some Brits that are not convinced that there's a need for church planting. Tell us a little bit about that from your perspective about the need, and then how can how can people get involved in church planting? Yeah, um, there is a huge need. Um, we have there are towns around the Birmingham area um, that have almost no gospel presence. There, yeah. there are churches, but in terms of uh, evangelical gospel preaching, there are places where there's nothing. Yeah. And there are housing estates where there's nothing. Yeah. Um, I, I would actually put, um, Solihull's not far off that actually. Um, it, is, it has a very low density of churches for the population, um, but that's common across the, the West Midlands. Yeah. Um, and, we may well be um, have Christian roots and our institutions are, uh, in a sense, Christian. Many things are still rooted in Christian traditions. Yes. Um, but we're increasingly a secular, postmodern uh, society. And um, there, there is a, a, a communal forgetting of the blessings of, of, of the gospel from days gone by. Yeah. So there's such a huge need. So uh, from what people can do um uh as you say pray uh people need to pray and we're going to talk about prayer later uh pray that god would bring his kingdom um if if you got money <laughs> gifts find a church planter and give him some money <laughs> always a good idea <laughs> uh church planting and you should always need needs money so sorry to be so blunt but there we are um and uh you know if if you have a hankering to get involved in a church plant then uh, and there may be one starting near you um, then be ready for hard graft and a long game you know it, there's nothing short term about this um, planting churches I think takes at least 10 years in the UK to get established some places might go faster, some places might go slower, but yeah. I think on average, we're looking at 10, 10 years to get a church properly established. Yeah. So you need to be in it for the hard graft. Yeah. And so yeah. those are three things that I think people can do. And that's so helpful, Stephen. And, and it's good to be practical, isn't it? And um, I think the what what Tim Challies talks about in, in a blog a few years ago, the, and I've mentioned this before, the ministry of presence is an amazing thing just do not to the to, i would want to say to just average christians being there is huge absolutely <laughs> you know, just being there don't don't under you want to encourage church planters or ministers being there is huge we you know we get into the pulpit on a sunday we look out 
And you'd be amazed how we're affected and impacted by whether you're there or not. And I know there are some sometimes really good reasons why you're not there. And you know, especially in COVID times, et cetera, et cetera. I, you know, we want to be gracious, compassionate, uh, et cetera, et cetera. People go on holiday. People are ill. People, I, I get that. But that, we're talking about the, the regular commitment. It's a massive thing, isn't it? Just being there where relationships are formed. And yeah, and a final word on that? Yeah, just turning up. <laughs> that's, that's a great thing. Um, it's not enough just to have your name on a list or a membership role. I, I think, in my view, um, uh, turning up really, really helps. Yeah. At the same time, I think as ministers, church planting ministers, we, one of the lessons that we need to learn as church planters is, is not actually to rest on numbers. And mm. that was a lesson I had to learn very early yes. on because for a long, long time, we were uh, a relatively small number of people. And uh, you'd be standing at the door wondering, is somebody else going to turn up today <laughs> on Sunday? You know, yeah. um, and it's, it's kind of like that. And you can, and, and I, you know, I'm a data guy in my previous life. You know, I had a, I was a technical specialist, a scientist. So I like numbers. Yeah. And I, look at, I keep the graphs and I like the graphs. I wanted yeah. to go this way, not that way. Yeah. And, um, you know, I get depressed when it goes down a bit. And, and I had to learn to stop doing that and yeah. stop thinking that way. So, um, so pray for planters. Absolutely. It's one of the number one conversations I have had with others and others with myself. I think you and I have had it uh, on several occasions in the past, even, is how your mood is affected for, for the week ahead so easily by the numbers who turn up on Sunday morning, Sunday evening. What? One thing, I, I, I've got Darren in, in my mind here, because I know what, well, I don't know what Darren would say, but I reckon Darren would come in and go, yeah, th it's not just church planters. Um, it's ministers in general. You know, as you look out, you are, you, we're, we're impacted, but you're right. We're not in it for the numbers game, are we? And yet we are. We want to see sinners saved and saints sanctified and grow and God honoured and the gospel to go out. So it's, it's difficult, yeah. isn't it? But that's very helpful. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, we're really looking forward to have sitting under your ministry, Stephen. Uh, I'm going to hand over to you in just a minute and disappear. I completely forgot to tell. There might. I, I don't want to presume anyone knows who I am. Uh, I hope you know who I am, Stephen. But I'm yes. Andy Young. I'm a church planter in Oxford, UK, and part of uh, Gospel Reformation UK. I'm going to pray now uh, before I hand over to Stephen. I just we're going to pray for Stephen and we're going to pray for the rest of our time together and the preaching of God's word uh, that there would be uh, the Lord by his power would would make us all um, uh, to be on our knees in prayer. Uh, and, and this is so important. I also want to pray for something specific. Many of you will know uh, Josh and Gina Riga. Uh, and Josh is a dear friend of ours. You'll have seen him and um, heard from him on many occasions through Gospel Reforma Reformation UK. He's planting a church up in Hexham. We're so thankful for him. His wife, Gina, has, has, has had cancer and has just finished up, finished up her chemotherapy and has just had some major surgery. So we just wanted to spend just a brief time praying for them as well. So uh, in your homes, join with me now as we turn to our God in prayer. Let's pray. O oh Lord, our God, we simply bow before you, great, awesome, glorious, the King of Kings, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, worthy of all of our praise. And we thank you for this expression of unity that we have across the online waves, as it were, that we can from different countries and different places and far off reaches come together, sit under your word, call on your name and be encouraged.
We thank you for these opportunities and we thank you that this last year during the COVID pandemic, many of us can testify that though we have been through hard trials and difficulties, you have been our God and you've sustained us and helped us and we thank you for that. We do want to lift up to you Josh and Gina and their family. We're so thankful for uh, all that's happened so far, for the diagnosis that was early, for, for the treatment that, that Gina has had, for uh, the chemotherapy that has gone very well. But even just yesterday, as Gina had uh, major surgery, we lift her up to you. And as she comes home to Josh and the family today, we pray, Lord, that you would have your hand for good and healing upon her that in the next week or two, she'd be able to rest and recover and you'd keep her free from infection, that she may know your peace and your, your help and your presence. And Josh and the children as well. Lord, please be with them and we lift them up to you. Lord, now we turn to your word and we lift up Stephen. We're so thankful for his ministry in Solihull. Would you bless his ministry there and bless that church and uh, bring saving life among them through the power of the gospel. And we commit Stephen to you now as he opens up your word. May he be an encouragement to us, Lord. May he speak. May, uh, may he decrease and Christ increase. And we ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Amen. you've been listening to Grecology, do make sure to subscribe to our podcast, as well as check us out online, gr-uk.org, to find the rest of these conference uh, audio files or watch them as a video or other content that we're updating uh, every week. Thank you.